0: Mrs. um, I just want to assure you that uh, on the broadcast here, I wasn't trying to disparage your son. I was merely saying about the epicness of his opponent, and he did fight valiantly. Now, he didn't ultimately lose. However, I gotta say, I do... T, do I not love you? No, that's true. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Mrs. Thiebaud, I wish you a, a, a wonderful evening or morning or whatever's going on, and I will be more kind to your son on camera. your ultimate destinations for all things tabletop in Riverton, Utah. Uniting enthusiasts under one roof, we proudly showcase Flesh and Blood, Pokemon, Magic, Weiss, and One Piece, a gateway into an exhilarating universe of gaming. Immerse yourselves in our diverse products, including a very squishy array of Japanese plushies and the excitement of Gashapon machines. Our expansive play area invites you to duel in epic battles and forge unbreakable bonds with your fellow players. We open our doors every day at noon, embracing a realm where cards come alive and unforgettable moments are forged. Come join us at KFA Cards. The Inns of Speed podcast welcomes Tommy Fresh. That's it. See, that's what happens when you have no notes.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, well, I'm here. And uh, guess what? Um, I'm... Uh... I'm happy to be here, Flake. How are you, my friend? What's I'm, going on?
0: I'm well. I just got back from Atlanta. When I say I just got back from Atlanta, I mean like literally a couple hours ago. I got through, and uh, I'm on a plane to Las Vegas at 9 a.m. in uh, on Wednesday, so I didn't have time to write notes or do anything, and uh, you were gracious enough. Honestly, I think I messaged you, what, like four hours ago? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I messaged you in Atlanta <laughs> saying... Do you want to do an episode with me? Um, because uh, again, it, it's fascinating to me how sometimes when you're the planning thing works. there are certain people that you get on the show and you want to have uh, everything set up because you might not know them as as well or you might not have the same relationship like you and I have, where you need you need some notes and you want some guidelines. But I figured, okay, if I have no time to to make notes and I have no time to do anything, who are the people I can lean on? To just have a free flowing conversation, and you're the one of the people that came to mind. Oh, I I should say this. I should say this. Say it. I did ask Mara Ferris, and she did tell me to go fly a kite. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, you know what, Mara? Yeah, I got to respect the the you know gumption there with that kind of you know be able to turn down flake. I can't unfortunately do that, but I do want to say I messaged. You in Atlanta is probably going to be the next big ballad hit from Taylor Swift. I'd like that as a song title. Uh, you know, when, so I I really, you know, it had some poetic, you know, stuff going on with it.
0: I want like 1% of Taylor Swift money. You know, like when they say there's F.U. money and Beyonce has F.U. money. Taylor Swift has Taylor Swift money. Yes. Um. All it took was a dozen broken relationships, but... Gosh dang it. I mean, I wish I could harness that kind of, you know, uh dating futility to into a vast fortune of wealth and fame.
1: Yeah, well, I don't want to upset the Swifties out there, but at some point, you got to be the problem, right? If you keep having these breakups, I don't, you know, I don't want to speculate, but just some deduction there.
0: I say this, uh, I used to say this, uh, there uh, when I used to bartend, I bartended for five years. And when I used to bartend, there was these... We used to call them the uh, the carnies. Uh, There's this, this group of regulars that were really annoying, and they were the most unhappy people ever, which uh, alludes to what our topic will be today, which is happiness in card games. But they used to come in, and they used to always be a pain in the ass. And even me, uh, who likes to speak to people and can put on a, a brave face, eventually got worn thin. And one dude eventually came in, and i was having a bad day i was having a few bad days and he comes in and he said you know every time i come in here you're not smiling and i said there's that is that i wonder why i did there, there's some science to be found here <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> man i mean i don't want to say correlation is causation but you know you, know, you got to look at these numbers yeah buddy. myth
0: myth confirmed uh for sure <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, that's what we're gonna be talking about today, my friends. Is gonna be happiness in card games, and I figured I wanted to bring on not just somebody who had a nice uh, who can wing it, as it were, who can absolutely go full full Doctor Van Nostrum on us, uh, but I wanted somebody who makes me happy, and that would be uh, Thomas von Freshness himself, the host of the Fresh and Bud podcast, who recently eclipsed a hundred episodes. Uh, we did we talk about this already?
1: No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. It only happened a couple of weeks ago.
0: It was recently. Yes. And, um, I had meant to, to bring you on. It just timing kind of, uh, falls behind, but let's talk about happiness and happiness in card games. Um, and we can talk about it from the perspective of playing the games, but also just the culture and everything around it. And this idea kind of came to me when yesterday we were, uh, after the PTI event, um, it was like... It wrapped up. It was late. It was like 30, 10 p.m. We were looking for a place to grab dinner in Atlanta. There was about 12 or 14 of us. And um, we just couldn't find a... We couldn't find a spot. So we all just ate at the hotel. And it was just wonderful. I was sitting... We had to get broken up into multiple groups. I was sitting at a table. It was myself, uh, Brody Spurlock, T. Tebow, uh, Maddie... I don't, I don't know her last name and I feel terrible. Maddie the judge, the head judge. And... Uh, Mara Ferris, and at the another table there was like Michael Fang and Ethan Van Sant, and there's a, a bunch of wonderful people, and we were just talking about it, and I stopped for a second because I wanted to literally acknowledge the fact that this was this was good, and I know that this it, it sounds odd to say, but sometimes these moments just pass you by; they're fleeting, and you don't you don't get to sit there and actually acknowledge the fact that something good and something happy is happening. So that's why I brought you in. I said, this is a great thing to talk about because these card games and this culture has given us more than just a 60-card deck and a win or a loss. And for you, you now eclipsing 100 episodes, you um, just having this community, the buds, it's a wonderful network of people. How has this game and this community and this whole experience you know, from a, from a, 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 very broad perspective, how has this contributed to your happiness?
1: Um, it's, it's a, it's a mixed bag, right? I think that, you know, the easiest answer there, right? You know, hit over a hundred episodes, whatever, is the fact that I was able to accomplish something because of this game that I didn't really see happening. Um, maybe at the beginning I had hoped for it. Right. But you'd never know, but it, you know, it goes beyond that because I realize why it, it took all the other people, right? It, it, that's what the whole point is. I'm I'm Tommy Fresh, you're all my buds, right? All the buds I I, I wouldn't have made it, you know, whether that is the, the folks listening and, and, and watching or if it's the folks that hop on the mics with me, right? I've I've been very blessed to have talked to like a huge myriad of people, right? you know of all different backgrounds of, uh, you know all different kinds of ideas and and basically how what the game means to them so i've been able to really experience where the game is affecting people from like all angles and and i think that's that's really made me pretty happy right because uh th- there was a point right you know where you kind of get bogged down you're like god ah, you know i got to grow my channel i got to do this all these things but uh, really, in the end, you know, you got. I had to realize that, like, actually, I'm just having fun talking to these people and having people enjoy the conversations, right? I, I, I don't care if it is the biggest episode in the world. I care if someone was like, "Oh, that's really cool that they said that on your podcast," and I had never thought about that that way. And now I'm going to approach the game in that way, and I think that's very rewarding, right? You Know obviously, I would love to have a, a bajillion gazillion subscribers or whatever, but you know, we got to temper our expectations. That's next year, 2024. Uh, is that you the know? goal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, well,
0: we just just cast this just quickly. You're casting with uh DM Armada. DM Armada likes to say, uh, anytime there's a big attack, he says it's coming in for a bajillion damage. And I always <laughs> reply with, okay, we will round this down to reality and to give you the actual <laughs> digits. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So a thousand a uh, hundred thousand subscribers right that's around that that's, down that's reasonable. reality that's reasonable. that's reasonable you know uh just wait but uh yeah I, I think that's really like the key to at least my happiness in the game right and then like you know you mentioned these these hangs right after after these big events and and there's some of my favorite things in the world too and and I think something that people that are listening could take from that is and i the, i I suffer from this too. It's a pain in the ass to get things together, to make plans, to go out and do them and, like, actually go, like, get out of the the couch and just go do it, right? You know, especially after a long day of playing card games or or casting them or, or working on the crew or whatever. But it's always worth it, right? Like, it's it's not it's not a taxing thing if you're with people that are, are great and that you love and, and, and really can make you happy because if you're happy, you know, that radiates, right? And they're going to be happy and everybody leaves happy and they're like, I'm glad we did that. Right. I, I, it's been very few times where I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Right. You know, usually those times involve way too much alcohol and, you know, <laughs> five AMs. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but I, I think, I think uh, I think it's a it's a you know you saying taking the moment to realize is is what I I think people should take away from it.
0: Well, everybody talks about hey remember when and remember when, and sometimes it's not about remembering when. It's being like hey check this out, like look what we're doing right now. And I think that just now as I'm cruising through this career, I feel old in this career. I feel I, I feel like it's it's sometimes a struggle to not maintain relevance and not maintain. Uh, you know, any type of talent or skill set in it, I'm confident in that. But for me, it's more so sometimes I feel like you're always getting pushed out because of age or because of the fact that people want something fresh and whatever. So I I never get to look and enjoy. I'm always just worried about the next, worried about the next. Like um, there's always a new goal to achieve. There's always a new benchmark to work towards. And like you said, you know, I know you joke around. You say a hundred thousand subscribers, but to some people, that's attainable uh, in mm-hmm. in the short term. To some, that's 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 garbage. You know, that's that's very low. But to us, it's it's like almost stardom to a degree. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. <laughs> uh, but in that rat race, in this cons- this constant kind of chase, and for us as content creators, we feel it in that kind of capacity. But for people who are On the grind, for people who are playing, they might not be able to sit and enjoy because they may attribute that happiness and attribute that good feeling to their record at the end of the day. And sometimes I find when I ask somebody, how did your weekend go? The first response I get is their record. It's not, I had fun I had a good time, (laughs) and that's a little bit of what I want to dig into today, and I thought nobody better than you to have a a well-grounded and reasonable, you know, because you do the competition part, you do the content creation part, and you also, I feel, have this, this, this joy about you that when you see something that's bullshit, you call it bullshit, but when you see something and you enjoy something that's... You know, you're within that moment. You know that this is a good time.
1: Yeah, well, I appreciate you bringing me on because you you know for a fact that my record's typically not good, so I have to be <laughs> I have to be pulling it out of somewhere. This happiness, no, uh, no, you know, I, I think that's a it it's it's just kind of comes with the territory with these games, right? Like you know. Uh, we all want to do well and like great results are awesome and caching or, or whatever is great. It's like, ah, it bubbled, whatever. It, in the end of the game, it is a game, or in the end of the day, it is a game. Uh, not to, I don't want to kind of, you know, I guess, talk down on people's expectations of the game, right? You know, like obviously you you all put a lot of work into the game and you should expect to do well or want to do well. And, but sometimes it doesn't because guess what? There's variance in card games, whether it's a lot in some others or less in this game, but there's still variance. And sometimes listen, I mean, especially in this meta right now, like there's like a lot of like really good decks. And sometimes you're playing the one that's going to get targeted and guess what? You're going to run into those targets. So it's out of your control. So I think a, a great way to look at it is, you know, when, when things aren't going your way, right. You gotta, you gotta immediately focus on the positives, right. He's like, well, okay. So I, 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 I rolled low, you know, we, uh, Gary, AKA Mr. Viz and I have the Bud Rush Bellow, another podcast we do scab skin moment of the week, right. It turned out, it started out as like, oh, we talk about some brute stories. Uh, and now it's just, life stories. So it's like, ah, I rolled high this week, you know, got a raise at work or, or, or I, I rolled like double ones because, uh, recently Gary had went tubing on the river and did not put sunscreen on and was looked like a lobster, right? These things happen. Like there's highs and lows to life. Uh, you ideally want to settle around the the four rolling a four range, but sometimes it's not, it's just not going to happen. So like, you just got to focus on that and you have to recognize it's not always going to go your way. And, and this is something I see with uh, these perennial card gamers, right? These grinders, right? It, it, the results oriented thinking really, really takes hold. And, and I sometimes worry about those people as I'm sure, you know, a lot of us do because like you can't win every event, you know, we have great players in this game. So you, I hope that they take away that they had fun or whatever, but I think that's usually where I land because I, I want to win. I want to win a calling. I want to win something, but you know, I also have to be honest with myself. I, I have a full-time job. I do content creation. Content creation cuts into all the practice, right? All the practice that I theoretically could do uh, as well, you know, life and all that stuff. If I don't do well, Am I? I'm doing myself a disservice. Disservice if I'm getting upset because I have to be re- like real. I didn't have the time to practice for this. I, I'm happy to get a couple wins, to be honest. And now I get to hang out with my friends in this game that we all travel to. This thing and it's all brought us together. So that's kind of where you know I land, anyway.
0: Certainly, and everybody has different objectives, and they and and I'm not here to tell someone that you you should feel happy whether you win or lose because oftentimes success is an easier path to finding your happiness. I mean, nobody you know, is going to get their their ass kicked consistently and walk away with a big smile on their face and say, oh boy, I can't wait to Tell these stories. They're going to be so funny and so great. Usually it's just like, get me the hell out of here. You know, it's X X2 drop. If everybody enjoyed losing or were okay with losing, nobody would drop out of a tournament, right? Like that's just the fact as not matter. Like the, there'd be 128 people in round seven as there were in round one, the same amount. But that's just not the reality because we evaluate things. And sometimes it's just the fact that, hey, I'm not in it for the money anymore or I'm not in it for the prizing. I'm not placing. Let's get the hell out of here. It happens, and that's perfectly fine, but I find that what is oftentimes missed in all of this is that people overvalue um, or or they they just intimately tether winning and and happiness, and that in itself, they can kind of miss a lot of the fun that is out there. But again, everybody's different, and I think that that's okay. And, um, you know, coming back from, from Atlanta and just looking forward to going to Las Vegas and then, you know, I'm going to be playing in Columbus. And Are you going to be in Columbus, by the way?
1: I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm trying. So that's if you're in Columbus, say hi.
0: That's a good time. I don't know if you could hear these dogs <laughs> just chirping outside of my window, but uh, there's always something going on in this apartment. Uh, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse in here. It's un- <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
1: Tell them large So Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> large marge. <laughs> oh god. Uh so again, we're just we're just literally just going off the cuff here on this episode because I I I am just overjoyed. I had a great weekend. Um there's there's plenty more to come. But let's dig into a little bit about what it is that you enjoy about the content creation aspect to get to the 100 the 100 episodes and beyond uh, and just you specifically you say that you don't have time to practice but you still play the game you still enjoy it I would I, I'm led to believe in this case that it's more so the community and the friendships and the relationships that you developed here that keeps you going
1: yeah and honestly it, it's that and and I, I love I love this part right here we're, not, we're, we're actually on mics and talking uh, sometimes, I'll be honest sometimes I don't and i probably have mentioned this before i don't really sometimes i'm just like oh i got to do this podcast later i just got to get there and then as soon as the mics turn on i'm like thank god we're here this is a ton of fun and i'm happy to be talking to whoever i'm talking to and i think that is my favorite part right editing and stuff that sucks i don't i mean i i don't want to sugarcoat it i hate i hate it but i like the performance part i like the the conversations and the community the community is huge right like so something that i feel pretty proud of is so i i get to come on this podcast with you flake right which is obviously an honor and i love chatting with you i know i'm not i know i'm not james way i know i'm not the the huge names right you know i i have you know some footing in the in the in the community or whatever.
0: I was about to say you're huge to me, but I know that Logan is going to,
1: and Charmer are going to go on a ride <laughs> with that. It. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, and I know that, but I know that when I come on a, somebody else's program and I call out to my community, Hey, check this out. I know that they're going to, right. Which I think is, is very like, that isn't always true of a lot of communities and not to say that those communities are bad or anything like that, but I'm very proud of it because I think I got to curate a community that cares about what else is going on in flesh and blood. Right. So that's something that that makes me happy and, and and very proud and, and stuff like that makes me easy. It's comes easy to go a hundred episodes at that point. Why not do a thousand more at this point? If, if, if everything is going to go the way it's been going, uh, I don't, I mean, I, It's become part of my life. Like I can't, I can't imagine doing a a week without an episode at this point. There was one week where I had some audio issues on, on a podcast and I had to like really get into the tank to fix them, but it wasn't going to be out on time. So I've recorded a whole solo episode just to make sure I got out an episode at the same time. Right. I feel pretty obligated to, to the listeners to give them that whether they want it or not. (laughs) So, you know, like, here, here, you're taking it, you know, whether whether you like it or not. And, and I don't know, I, 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 like it, you know, I didn't think it would get to this point because I had podcasted before, you know, mostly into the void, just folks I knew at home or, or whatever. Uh, but this is, this is, uh, something a little bit more special. So, yeah,
0: that's great. And I like that too. And the whole, you know, whether you like it or not thing, we like it and that's, what's important. And, um, I, I kind of feel sometimes the same pressures. I know that, you know, when, when listening to Flesh and Pot with Logan and Charmer, they make a point to say, we don't take weeks off. And I don't think it, they're doing it because they're trying to keep some crazy DiMaggio-esque streak alive. They're merely trying to just say, hey, like, we love this so much and we're, we make sure that we step into the box and take a swing every time. And we love that. And we love that about them. And we love that about you. And the fact that you're a, you've are you eclipsed now 100 episodes, and even if you didn't want to, like a lot of that has to come from the fact that there's just genuine passion. And it's felt. And that's what I love about it there's there's this old adage or, or whatnot and I remember hearing this because a, a friend of mine all the way back from high school Luca if you're listening to this I love you and I'm sorry that we teased you about your super short shorts for in gym um <laughs> but we he his uh, his father owned a restaurant an Italian restaurant and the whole thing is that most, like 90% of restaurants fail within the first year, and his was like 11 or 12 years running now, and they were very proud of that. And that's the same thing with content creation. Like even surpassing 10 episodes is a, is a pretty important thing, and it it's not an important aspect from the perspective of – viewership it's a it's from the perspective of the passion and the dedication of the creator sticking to it and getting there and eventually yeah it might wheel into your rhythm it might wheel into your routine as it has for me i know that if it's monday or tuesday i'm recording isp that's just what happens and and i i do feel a little bit of the same Uh, i wouldn't say it's an annoyance it's more of this nagging feeling in the back of your mind and i i've never smoked but i would imagine it's the same kind of feeling you get when you want a cigarette where you're like it's been a while i should probably sit down and figure this out you know it's annoying in that regard but once you sit down and you take that first puff you're like damn yeah that's that's the good stuff like right here i was stressing about it i was kind of like ah, do i just skip i'm like i've got a million things to do in 36 hours to do them like i can't do that I was like, I gotta make it happen. And now here we are. And I feel, I feel great. I feel rejuvenated.
1: Well, it's funny. You see you, you compared to a cigarette. If it was like a cigarette for me, that means I would start podcasting when I was blackout drunk at a bar. at 2 a.m. <laughs> well, we <outside>. should.
0: <laughs> well, again, I don't want to take this back to Flushing Pot, but that, I mean, that sounds like a Logan episode to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: For sure. <laughs> um, Let's uh, let's add. We got a bunch of questions here, and a lot of this episode is going to be questions because again, we did no notes this time. It's Tommy Fresh. It's uh, Flake. We don't do notes when the two of us are together. One of these questions, uh, for some reason, Discord is kind of being a, a, an ass to me, and I can't see the entire name on Discord. But it's it starts with a T. It's on from your Discord. It's right below when I ask people to, to submit questions. Maybe you could read it out. The picture is uh-huh. some anime girl. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, but the question
1: uh, you, You're on streamer mode, so that's probably can't see. Yeah, I don't understand
0: why on. it just X's out like all the names. Like it just kind of abbreviates them. But anyway. Way to go, uh, Discord. This is what I paid for I Nitro for. Ultimately. Yeah. It uh, The question was, how do you guys feel about loss fatigue if you lose? I enjoy playing fab, but obviously don't like losing constantly. I play with a pretty small table group, and sometimes it's just the two of us. But man, does it feel bad to play five to six games and lose every single one of them. I've been there. I've done that, and I've taken it to heart. For so long. How do you feel about this? Because you mentioned that you go and you kind of expect to lose, but that's a consequence of the fact that you're not putting in as much time as you may want to the practice process. Mm-hmm. But it must still affect you to a degree.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly there were times you know, especially, you know, at my L- or LGS, it was always, always Dan Fik- Rakowski, Michael Fang, like, especially when I first started out, Yang Ji Yang, Craig Crimple. It's like, the who's who of really good card game players, right? In New Jersey. So I was just losing. And I, there were times when I was like, why am I even going, right? I'm just going to lose 3 And then certainly I was I was learning. And then there were times like later on when I got a little bit better at the game that I would still have those streaks of losing. And I found that eventually I had to, if I were to enjoy myself while losing, I had to just Become buddies, like, like try to be more friendly with everybody. Not that I wasn't before, but I was like, you know, sometimes card games can be reserved, right? And that's that's okay, but, you know, it's too bad. I'm going to try to be your friend and, and like have a good time. I'm going to make jokes when I'm, you know, when I play pulping and I flip over a uh, art of war and I'm like, well, there goes my game. But, you know, it's just you kind of have to – you, you got to take yourself out of it and like certainly at the local level that's where you can't uh, right like at a calling or whatever it's, it's hard you can't like you, know, you can't be sitting next to someone that you've never met before and just be you know joking you know it could be a little bit, you know, offensive to them like they're really serious about the game and you're just ah, you know whatever but you know at the armory level i think you really can do that because that's the whole point of the local armories that that you know, you're all from the same community, and you're all gathering here to to play this game. Why not be friends with them and have fun, even if you're losing? Now, you know, there's always other things you can do there, right? Like I I took a break from Leviat for a while, right? I knew I knew Levi was getting new toys at Dust till Dawn, so I took a break. I was like, I'm go- all in on Riptide. I got you know pretty good at Riptide, was winning games with Riptide, and sometimes that's all it takes is to just you know, challenge yourself to, to like break out of that kind of rut. I think we all get in those ruts. It's just a matter of what we do, you know, when we get there, right? Because we can easily just say, I'm oh, just going to show up and lose again, show up and lose again. But you know, it's, it's, there's, we all have regency here. We all can, you know, make strides to change something, whatever. If it, if it's trying another deck and that doesn't pan out, whatever, move on to the next one. At least you're learning, more about different decks in the game, and I, I think that's that's a positive uh, thing you can take away from it.
0: I always find that you need to evaluate what what you're there for, and a lot of times people expect results without putting in the proper work. Because if if you are so down on losing, and your enjoyment of something is so hinged on winning in that particular scenario, then why aren't you working? to get to that. Like a lot of times it's for example, you know, it's like I can't I can't hit a curveball and they keep throwing me curveballs and I keep striking out. All right, well, are you going to the batting cages and and you know, checking out cur- Well, no, I just I'm not. I'm just it's just annoying that I can't hit them. Well, that's part of it. And I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that that's necessarily what, you know, this person is is suggesting is that they're they're being nonchalant about it but in the grand scheme of things you need to understand what you're there for if you are and, and and understand where you derive your enjoyment of something if your enjoyment of something is desperately attached to winning then you have two options your options are change nothing and continue to be upset or put in an immense amount of work to improve and then see see the return on that. Because not everybody is going to have the same experience of where they derive their joy from something. But if that W is what gets you hard at the end of it all, well, then why aren't you putting in the work to get to that high? And this is something that for me I find was a critical – juncture in my card gaming career as a whole, be it broadcasting or competing, was that I had to understand that losses were going to happen and that there was going to be people that were better than me and that for no fault of my own, I might lose. But at the same time, I can minimize those scenarios by working hard to practice and change it, not saying that everyone has the same amount of time but when you're when you go down that route and you you do the best that you can and you and then you lose at least you can say there's nothing more I could do here and that that does actually take the sting off of it it does because there's two things that'll happen there you'll either lose again and say well shit I I put in my best my best effort here and unfortunately it didn't come up but you feel good about it. You feel good that you, there's that it's no longer something that that you have agency over that you can kind of dial in or whatever. Or I mean, or you start winning more and it becomes a little more enjoyable in that regard. It does actually change that that whole process.
1: Yeah, and another thing you could do here is is you gotta think about why right like and people don't change heroes a lot right especially at the local level <laughs> you're going you know they it's, it's 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 a player identity basically you know it's like oh there's the Dromai player there's you know the Riptide player whatever and when you lose to people over and over again right on your deck that you've been playing and the deck that they play you you have all this like anecdotal data there that you can start to process in terms of like Why am I losing to this deck every single time I show up at Armory? And what can I do to improve? Now, here's an example. When I was on Riptide, right? And, you know, bringing it to local Armory, there was a local bud that plays block out Dromite it's the most annoying deck in the game in my opinion right now but you know it, it is very hard for Ranger to break through that sometimes I've i heard so. blackout
0: dromai and i immediately again thought about logan peterson this is a logan <laughs> peterson episode yeah uh,
1: logan if you're listening this is you this is your sign this is for you buddy Help, no <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know and and like i it became a, i would go two like three rounds 2-0 Meet the Dromai in round three, lose 2-0, Meet the Dromai in round three, lose. I was like, God, oh, what the hell? You know, like, what's going on? And I was like, I, I just had to put my my thinking cap on and be like, all right, this is the new end boss at Armory. I I don't care what what it takes. I'm I'm beating this person, right? And I thought, like, I practiced the Dromai thing. I was like, I got to figure out how to break through this somehow. And I eventually did it and it felt so good. And then I was like, all right. And now it's, it was right before Dust Till Dawn came out. So I was like, all right, back to Leviat. So, you know, it was, it was like, it was like perfect timing, but that's like a great example. Like think about why, why the, 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 why is the biggest thing that, that people seem to forget, right? They just think about what happened. I lost. Oh, uh, okay. Well, why? Why did you lose? What happened? What was it the Was it the matchup? Was it the way you sideboarded? Yada yada yada. It doesn't. It doesn't um, mean anything if you don't think about those things. So I think. Uh, I think it's got to have like some kind of paradigm shift there.
0: Happiness to me in this game space it's, like, again, people derive it in different ways in the same way that you might... you eat. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying that I am happiest when I'm winning games. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. happiness, like everything else, takes work, I find. And that's something that um, some people might think that they're... Like, er- I feel like everybody's entitled to be happy. Everybody deserves to be happy. But everybody also deserves to, you know, have a nice place to live and eat good food and whatever. But it takes work to maintain that and and that's a difficult thing to understand for some people because sometimes things are just come easy and when it starts to get hard you know then that becomes problematic the amount of the amount of times that you'll go to an armory and like if you're used to three owing your armories every week and then suddenly you just go on this losing streak it it's you feel like you've hey i've changed nothing and things are different it's i'm not the problem and you go through there so. Um, I also just want to mention that you know there are a lot of people out there whose happiness is not derived necessarily from the wins and losses. It's you can take small little doses of victories along the along the line and and pull it out of there. And yeah, you might say like, hey, I lost it. I don't feel great about that. But it's it's an important element to understand that it's not it's not this zero sum thing. You're not either. Losing and miserable, or winning and and ultimately happy. You can lose, feel bad about that, but feel good about a whole bunch of other things along the way, like a great play you made, or or something that your opponent didn't expect that you were able to pull up, pull over them or whatnot, or just even the fact of like, yeah, I, I went X two and drop, but we're going to dinner with a lot of great people, or I'm 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 in the city, or I'm doing this thing, or I open some packs now and I can I can play in this draft. I think a lot of people just completely polarize their happiness and find that they they can't they can't hold two together. You know, they can't be happy about one thing and disappointed about another. They they feel like they have to put one down to pick one up where that's not the case. It's it's this it's not a tangible thing that you could only carry in one way. It's it's this thing that kind of fills you up in different pockets and eventually kind of equalizes and and I I have found that at least from the content creator's perspective, like I am for the most part happy about a lot of things and I've had a lot of struggles and you know this, I mean, because I talk to you about this a lot privately is that one little thing can derail your entire your entire day, your entire week and like it's happened recently and it has taken a lot of work for me to find, to re refine the happiness and the confidence and such. But I preach the whole thing about, you know, I just, like I just said, like you could be happy about small pockets of what you're doing and disappointed about others. It doesn't, one does not necessarily, you know, uh, negate the other. But here I am finding one, you know, one sh- sh- shitty thing about me, hearing one shitty thing about me that just immediately thinks that everything's shitty. And that is a struggle in itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can. I totally know what you're talking about there because, right? We're putting ourselves out there as content creators, are is like, or everything's out in the line, and people can pick us apart however they want, and they will, and they won't stop doing it, and that's just what it is. But I, you know, I wanted to to touch on something that you said about, you know, if you if you're used to winning, if it's easy for you, and then all of a sudden you hit the losing streak or whatever, yeah, that that situation exists as well. Something that I relate to more is is the the folks that are just used to losing and they don't think they deserve the happiness that they get that other people are getting from winning or whatever right you know i i in my personal life you know you know a few years back it was just like i was in a losing situation and that's just what i thought i deserved and that is not the case for you know anyone i don't think i if you feel like you deserve these losses and, and that you're not good enough. That's not the case. It's like, you need to realize that you are more than that. You do deserve happiness. And I think that's what this whole podcast is going to be about is that you need or not need, you deserve happiness. We all need happiness too, but you know, it, like, it's just a matter of recognizing that because when, when, when you get down on your luck and you just keep losing or whatever, you know, you're doing, uh, it, it's almost, you're doing like, like stockholm syndrome to yourself <laughs> you know you're just like i i this is then this is what it is and, you know i just lose all the time yada 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 like i've you know I'm, I'm in a bad relationship and they're gonna continue to treat me bad because i deserve it but that's not true right you got to break out of that so yeah i i think uh i think that's a good thing to do but i don't know man i, I think um uh, well after this podcast i'm gonna just reevaluate everything i'm i'm <laughs>
0: Are you deleting everything now? Is that it? I'm deleting
1: just... it all, actually. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm talking myself in circles. Actually, you know what? I don't deserve any of this, no.
0: Oh, the but, best way to get rich and be happy, man, is to start your own cult.
1: True, true, true. Uh, speaking of, Bud's Discord uh, is available for anybody <laughs> to, to join. In. I think
0: that's actually a quote. Uh, I think that's a quote or like I'm, I'm bastardizing it here, but I believe the quote was from L. Ron Hubbard, the dude who started Scientology, who said the best way to get rich is to start a religion. And <laughs> he did that after multiple other attempts to get rich. So uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry to say Scientology is complete horse dong. So I don't know what to tell you, but uh, that's a whole other podcast. But what, what you mentioned about feeling like you don't deserve something. I fall into that all the damn time and it is a very dangerous thing that is so intimately linked to depression because you know, I am very open about this. I suffer with depression issues and it, it as as many people out there do and I'm no longer ashamed to talk about this openly because I hope to God that of the people who listen to this if one person gets inspired to seek help or feels better about something then i think we've done a good job i think we can both say that right and the the element of when bad things when one bad thing happens you feel like you des- like you you're you're not worthy of good things anymore and that is a slippery slope that that then will rob you of joy from other areas because it's not just a matter of saying something like let's use the most basic simple thing i need to roll anything but a 1 on scab skins and i and i don't die and then you roll a 1 and you feel like you you're in, like you feel like you deserved it it's such a simple stupid thing but then that ruins that aspect and then then you start almost wanting more bad things to happen because you feel like you deserve it that you don't deserve to be happy and that is a dangerous element that I, I want people to understand it's okay to feel that way, but it's it's not the truth. It's this gigantic, you know, wool over your eyes kind of illusion that's put out there that when one bad thing happens, you feel like it's because you're a bad person. It's because you deserve it. And and therefore, you are almost welcoming and expecting more bad things to happen because that's, that's the thing when it should be the other way. Because when good things happen, that's why I say let's sit down let's acknowledge this let's let's honor this moment here of a good thing that's occurring because you should feel the same way as you do with that moment and those good things when you roll the 6 and whatever it's exciting but but live in it take that happiness and and enjoy it and just sort of sort of run with it it's such a you know it's such a, a dangerous thing but it's hard to get away from that link of your success or, or what you feel makes you happy when the bad things happen and you feel like, you know, you go down that rabbit hole of, well, why did it happen? I must be a bad person. And why am I a bad person? Well, I guess it's because I deserve it and this and that and whatever. And you, and then it becomes this spiral, this loop, and it's so dangerous.
1: Yeah. And, and, and not only like the, the scab skin thing is a great example, but you know, you, you alluded to to it before that sometimes people will say something or, or like somebody will put you down. Right. And I I think that when, when it comes from somebody else, it usually hurts the most and it puts you in a worse position mentally. Right. And something I learned, you know, I, I will say, I think everybody should go to therapy. I should go to therapy. I used to go to therapy. I should go back, but you know, whatever, we'll get there. Uh, but when I did, um, you know, I was going through something with some family. Right. And, and I just, it was just so hard for me to understand why they were acting the way they were and, and whatever. And what the therapist said to me was, listen, anything that is coming at you in a negative way from somebody else is something that's going on with them. Right. And I think that's like the biggest thing you need to realize because it's so easy to just let it make you feel bad. It's, it's so easy. But if you can sit, sit back and be like, oh, well, there there's something going on there. It's coming from somewhere else, whether they're upset, they're not comfortable in what they are, or maybe they're just jealous. Sometimes that's as simple as it can be. I mean, I know that that sounds like almost elementary school in, in a way, but like sometimes they are just jealous and they, they want to put you down to, to feel closer to your level. And once you kind of understand that and like, basically get this, you know, to, you know, pretend I'm Brendan Patrick for a hot second, get the heuristic going uh, that, uh, you know, that, (laughs) that basically as soon as you hear it, boom, there's something going on with them. This is not about me. It's about them. And, and I'm not going to let it affect me feeling good because usually it comes out of a place where you're feeling good or doing something great. So I think that's like a a really good way to kind of, approach it right that's what i do right you know there there's there's people say negative stuff about me all the time i know it's hard to believe but uh no just kidding uh <laughs> it's way too much please stop um but <laughs> but you know it i just i just whatever you know if you if you feel that way i hope whatever is going on with you is gonna fix itself but you know
0: but well, i mean the fix itself is one thing but at the same time you also need to take a little bit of responsibility uh of seeking that help yourself because nobody Mm -hmm. people will always offer it but until you're ready to accept it and act on it then it's difficult and trust me i'm i'm one of those it took me many years to actually seek professional help and have professional discussions and one of those discussions i had was regarding the fact that you know it was a lot of it was like why do i let a, a small portion of the feedback that might be negative become my whole life and become my whole mentality and become you know so dangerous and so destructive and it became difficult because and and the the advice that i got in that regard was you need to be more kind to yourself and it was so hard to just justify it because the response that i had to that was was why would i be selfish to pump my own tires when here are others that won't do it for me like I try my best to to you know uplift and do whatever and for the most part I think I do a good job and you know I'm it's not I'm not perfect and there's going to be things that I don't like and I will be vocal about those too but when it came to that self-love when it came to that self that self-care that acknowledgement that you you know I spend so much time telling people how awesome they are and rightfully so because they deserve to hear it but when it came, when it when I was challenged by my therapist to say, "You need to tell yourself what you think about yourself, and do it honestly," and and she asked, she's like, "What do you think of yourself?" I'm like, "I think I'm okay." Like it's, it was just, it was weird, you know. It was just, it's just such an odd thing. She's like, "Well, do you you need to legitimately, actively like write these things down about what you think is good about you because." you're too concerned about what other people think and the tough part about that and i think that there was honestly a little disconnect there was i had to challenge back and say my whole career is what other people think and and it's so hard when i'm not the one hiring me i'm not the one listening to me as as it were you know or i'm not the one who who has to tune into me i what other people think is is, is essentially my livelihood to a degree. And I'm not going to stand there and, you know, felt selfish to sit there and be like, oh, you're great. And you're good at your job. And you're this and you're that I felt like a complete asshole, <laughs> like, you know, And <laughs> when, when I had to say these things to this therapist, and, and at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, well, what about all this stuff? Like, what about hearing this about me and this about me and this about me, it is such a difficult thing to disassociate the, the negative as being just the negative and not the whole the whole thing it's a it's a piece of the pie it's like it's like eating a uh, it's like eating a cookie and have finding some raisins in it Does that mean that the non-raisin part sucks? No it just means that raisins suck you know.
1: Well, I kind of like raisins, but well, you know
0: that's I, a that's a bad take. That <laughs> if you need therapy, it's for your raisin addiction.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, listen, I mean we're working on it. Um, but you know what? I, that brings up a great point. Let's talk about the raisins. No, like the raisins out in the it, okay. Let's let's say for for argument's sake, I didn't like raisins, right? In this in this scenario right here, but the raisins in this world is the people that are saying the negative things, right? To to folks, content creators. Let's just say, because content creators are going to get negative comments all the time. Anybody that puts out an opinion or whatever or says something on the internet is is susceptible to it. Uh, this is a message for for the people that are choosing to say the negative things, because I I know that even personally, when someone says something I disagree with, I it's sometimes I just like I gotta say something. They're wrong, you know. Like I and I want to like. And obviously there is a form for being civilized there, but it's a little bit hard on the internet. Let's be real. But you know, I want those people to realize that maybe don't be scathing, right? Why are you being scathing? This is this is these are other people. What's going on with you, right? And I I you know, I have the benefit of like of, of being, you know, I would say lower to mid tier content creator in this game. And I get to see everything, and also not get really called out for much, except for my food takes apparently. Um, but but I look, I watch. I'm 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 not I'm not the most vocal, but I look and I see someone be an asshole. I take a screenshot. I got a whole album. I got a whole album. Oh yeah, I, I I'm looking. I see people. I'm like, listen, I am like I'm the Santa of flesh and blood. All right, I keep in a list. All right, do, so do you, you have watch out.
0: Do you have this list list like accessible?
1: Uh, yeah, all
0: right. Well, we just found what our patron tier three content is going to be for this episode. <laughs> hell yes, you don't have to give names, but I do want to. I want to, I would love to just to, to, to dig into that Christmas list, like you said.
1: I might give some names. Listen, some hell some yeah, Patreon tier
0: three hot takes, baby. <laughs> yeah, mm, delicious.
1: No, 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 I wouldn't, I would never do that. Uh, not, for and check, not for free. Not for free. Not for free. Well, it's up to Flake. Honestly, this his Patreon. I actually, you know what? You know, I made a comment on some stuff on my Patreon not too long ago. And, you know, I recognized that so a content creator got called out for something. I, I don't think they meant to do it, right? They might have been a little bit misguided or wrong about something, whatever. You know, we all do it. We all miss information all, all the time. And, you know, and I said that person to apologize. I said you should double down that's what i do double down if you're wrong who cares you know (laughs) i'm kidding but maybe you should double down some more guys make it make it a joke things are funny things can be funny i think things are awesome when they're funny The,
0: the problem and this is like where i also take a little bit of like i i take i take issue with this whole mentality and i don't know if this has changed in in like recent years of adolescence and growing up but when you and I were growing up, you're how old are you again? Thirty one. All right, so I'm thirty seven. We're in the same more or less sphere.
1: We're the same age.
0: Yeah, we'll call it. In the grand scheme of the earth, we're all specks of dust and we don't matter, right? But growing up, I was taught that when you're being bullied or when you're being, you know, when there's a bull, you 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 just walk away and you just and be the bigger man. But you know what? No offense. Fuck that shit. I I I'm, and this is the tough part about it. Because it used to be that you can walk away and escape to wherever the wherever you're going and they could not follow you. They could not get access to you. They could not have a platform to continue that garbage. But that has changed. And this is I and I've I've begun to see this as a, a change in philosophy of No, no, beat the shit out of them. Like, I don't mean that from a physical perspective, but when somebody is being an outward bully and a whatever, why are you not fighting back? And I get it. And like, here we are talking like about happiness and mental health and things like (laughs) this, but having been on the receiving end for so many years, and I'm not talking just from the, from Flesh and Blood, I'm not even talking about content creation and card games in general but high school and whatever like i am the same person today as i was more or less in high school it's minus you know 20 some odd years add confidence here i am that's that's what it was but back then i liked star wars i liked card games i liked comic books that that was not cool stuff back then it was not and you get bullied and you get teased and but i can go home I can log into Warcraft like and play on my computer and and read my Star Wars books and that was that was it until you got to go back to school the next day and cross your fingers. Now you get it on Twitter, you get it on Facebook, you get it on whatever the hell it is, and there's no escape. And these clowns that think that they're hot shit because they can you know cleverly piece together a, a tweet or a video or whatever to make you look like an asshole. That that. That now is just, that's the new wave of it. And that infringes on me being happy and me having like a healthy mental state and whatever. But at the same time, how much of this is just you being able to sit back and say, oh, well, you know, walk away and ignore it and whatever. I mean, like, look, when when Brian, when, uh, Brian Gottlieb retweet, uh, uh, responded to that tweet, you know the one I'm talking about,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't pull punches in any way, shape, or form because he saw somebody that was trying to, you know, make make, you know, make crap out of something that was not clearly not true and whatever. And everybody says just ignore it, just ignore it, just ignore it. And I gotta say, I think that ship has sailed because we're in an era right now where, f that. Like, if there's bullshit and people are taking advantage and and trying to push these these harmful narratives snuff it out step on it you know like get like just confront it like i i am all about that now i'm all about not starting shit but at the same time if you're gonna drag me in like throw down let's go
1: yeah, well, you know, hey, listen, you got to be in the same weight class and stuff like that. You know, we got to make sure it's an even fight and and whatever. I but... have glasses.
0: I have glasses, so I the have... glasses is its own weight class.
1: Okay. All right. All right. That's that's fair. Uh, no, I I I so I've noticed this about the flesh and blood community. Right? It's a great community, and I think we all agree. But sometimes there's a lot of piling on. I've noticed, like people just. I don't know. Like, they just, like, see one thing, and they take it out of context, and and whatever. I'm not even talking about just with you. I've seen it with other people, too. I'm like, they say something. It seems to just be a harmless tweet or whatever. All of a sudden, it's like, no, 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 no. No, this is why you're wrong. And then everybody else jumps on. And I'm like, this person was just, just saying something. Like, let's relax. Like, come on, guys. Like, we... we... <laughs> we have a we have a responsibility, right especially if we're in the content creating game we have a responsibility to kind of maintain uh c- civility here, right We don't need to pile on. Obviously if somebody's wrong, they're wrong. sure. but we don't need to affect their kind of like attack their life, you know and I think I think that's what we see a lot of and and you know and and the the video that you're talking about I, I watched the video. You know, and I will say, I don't know. It's it seemed pointless, right? I mean, you oh, know, whatever. Oh, oh I yeah. wasn't
0: even referencing. You talking about the 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 off the rails quote or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's hilarious about that is, again, the piling on aspect of this. First of all, give the Oscar for creative editing uh, to to whoever started it. Uh, what's his face? Uh, because yeah, like you take anything out of context and you take you know you take 30 seconds out of a, an hour conversation <laughs> you could do that too trust me he he was on instant speed a long time ago and sat in the back on a bed and had nothing to say you know and when you ask him questions i've met him multiple times very soft spoken quiet shy you know person and whatever who cares it's just funny but it, it like if that was all it was fine what bothered me about it was, like you said, the pylon effect of people saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And I had to reply to one and be like, hey, this is a little out of context because the 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 part you're missing here is where I say this is a dumb question and that this is not even a question worth answering because there is no greatest of all time in the game because the game's three years old and it's constantly changing and... I don't even want to answer it. And first of all, for the reason why I said Rhea Adams is because she won two tournaments and she was on the panel and you, you idiots. Like she was on the panel and I wanted to, to put her in the spotlight and put her on the spot for being there. So, like, again, context is everything, you dipshits. Like, I don't know how else <laughs> to say this. And beyond that, we were we were kind of a little bit goaded by uh, Pat because Pat wanted a show that had more of a more friction and more conflicting views. So he said, be a little bit more controversial. So fuck yeah, of course I was going to say someone like Pablo Pintor or, my you know, whatever. But I was like... That seems a little bit safe, so let's give the let's give Pat what he wants. Let's give him something fun to talk about. So I chose somebody who was on the panel and I put them into the spotlight. But then that spiraled into a whole bunch of donkeys that the the worst one out of all of this, okay, the worst one out of all of this was that one of the replies was, I knew you were a loudmouth idiot all along. And then I look and I'm like, okay, so the person who thinks I'm a big loudmouth idiot and knew it all along is uh, following me on Twitter, subscribe to me on Twitch, I'm like, you dumbass, like, I don't know how else to say this, but I'm like, okay, sure, no problem, uh, also, here's 90 minutes of me uh, basically kissing Pablo Pintor's ass, rightfully so, because he's an incredible human being, that that happened Five days ago. So the whole thing about how I disrespected like <laughs> Pablo Pintor is hilarious to me. But again, that that's not even what I was trying to allude to with this conversation.
1: I know. I, I just want you know, I'll address the elephant in the room a little bit. I felt like it would be fun, but you
0: know, <laughs> but I don't get to do I will... that. I don't get to. The thing is about it is like again, I don't get to go on Twitter <laughs> yeah. and be a a blowhard like that in that in that capacity because a it's like i don't have the time to pick fights and, and arguments on twitter i just don't and the second thing is it's like if somebody has an opinion i'll absolutely like i'll honor that opinion and i'll give you my response and if your response is attacking my character and calling me to, like all this names then automatically i'm just gonna i'm i'm like i'm done here like what am I? i'm not gonna get into a pissing match with some stranger with like whose whose twitter name has 900 different numbers in it like it's not happening
1: <laughs> listen, I'm a little bit disappointed that you found my burner account, but, you know, it's, 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 uh, well, you know what, I I think there, it, 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 and like I was saying before, it comes from something that's going on with the person, right? Maybe it is, and listen, maybe there's some self-consciousness about the, the spot that Australia holds in, in the flesh and blood world, right? You know, and, and, and that could be it, right? And hey, I'll say it. what's going on down there? you guys upside down or something? like what is like I don't really know how it works going going on, but down there and you can clip that and I uh, can't hey. wait for the pile on, but uh.
0: I I I love my <laughs> uh, like hold on a second because yeah, you'll clip that and then what they' won't <laughs> do is they won't say that you're kidding. they won't clip the part that yeah. we we're kidding. I love all my Australian and New Zealand friends. I love everybody in the world uh, and then and that's gonna get clipped into something terrible anyways, but whatever. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. You know what? I I say, clip everything, whatever. If it's content I don't have to make, right? You make it for me. Well, <laughs> I, I don't care. You know.
0: Thanks for <laughs> this. Reminds me actually of what happened. Uh, so when I was uh, a Gwent caster back in the day, there was one competitor who had. Uh, Had won a couple tournaments or placed well in some tournaments. The dude had won over fifty, like I think it was over like twenty or thirty grand US over over their career. It had been discovered that they were cheating, which is really hard to do in a digital client game. But what they were doing essentially is when they had reached a certain point in the ladder, in order to secure their spot into one of the big money tournaments, what they would do is they'd wait till like the the off hours of the game. One of their buddies, who is a similar rank in them, like the higher you get up on the ladder, harder it is to get matched against somebody of your of your same thing, of your same um, Elo. So what they would do is they would queue in at the same time, and very often they would get matched up, and then the other dude they'd each play one card, and then the other dude would forfeit, and basically it's called win trading. So the dude would would Elo would just get constantly risen because of that. And it was discovered; it was proven, like statistically, they had video evidence. They went through all the records, whatever. But the dude had already fleeced the game out of like twenty or thirty grand, right? He got banned for a year. It was investigation the whole nine yards. I, when it was announced, it was tweeted out by the game. Gwent's main account, main Twitter account, tweeted out this player had been banned or whatever for cheating. It's just proven, whatever. I retweeted it and I said, goodbye, clown. You know who got in trouble? I did. Do you know who got punished? I did. Do you know who got absolutely just shelled? I did. I got I got punished by the company for that tweet because it said I alienated that player's fans by calling him a clown. Bitch, he cheated and stole money from you. <laughs> They're like, you should have a... And and there was a big Reddit campaign about getting me fired because I called a proven cheater a clown in one tweet. So I, and then the game director had to contact me and say, you have to delete this tweet. You're, we are not going to give you any preview cards for a while. Uh, we're going to review your involvement in the game. I'm like, okay. Uh, the dude cheated though, right? I just want to make sure. And they're like, you should probably apologize. And I was like... And my apology was: I apologize to the cheater whose uh, fans, uh, or the the, I apologize to the fans of the of the cheater, whom I may have offended. That was my apology tweet. And what was funny about that is that when you're talking about the fact of like getting free content, my streams afterwards were flooded, flooded with all these like all of his fans calling me a clown, and I was like. Yeah, I'm not offended by that. Like, I am a clown. I am absolutely a clown. Also, thank you for, like, tripling my viewership. Like, this is really good for my metrics. Thank you so much. I was <laughs> like, I could absolutely ignore you guys and continue to play. You do not hurt my feelings in any way. But that's the kind of weird shit that I had to deal with in that game.
1: Well, that is the internet and the nutshell and i gotta figure out who i gotta call a clown in this game to grow my channel uh so who,
0: you know oh, what do you want to wanna start a fake fi- a twitter feed between you and i yeah let's do it oh my god how do we do this because like uh, those who who listen to either either of our podcasts here's what we'll do okay starting on your next episode and my next episode um like we we both publish on thursdays right yeah o- on your episode here's what you do you go on, okay, go on yeah. your show, and whoever your guest is, mention about how you had, like, I was just incredibly rude and terrible to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, fill them in before the show. Maybe, like, who, who do you have this week, by the way?
1: This week is Pat Shaw.
0: Oh, perfect. Perfect! <laughs> perfect. Um, and just let him in on it. And let's let's create this fun thing and see uh see I don't know like I just want to see how this goes because we you know that like two or three episodes like a couple of weeks down the line, I wanna see who listens to either of our shows where we had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. warning everybody. And then what I'll do is I'll tweet out on like the Friday or Saturday or like whatever, say like I listened to Tommy, thought he was better than that, and then we'll go for it. You wanna do that?
1: Yeah. that sounds good. And then, uh, yeah, because then I'll be like, well, if you don't don't believe me, go go watch the show.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And then we'll see who actually, because now if we're deep into this. Like we're over past the hour, right? So they'll have to actually commit to to this, and they'll and then we can start this show. Dude, then we just doubled our content. Look at us creating clickbait and all kinds of look drama. At,
1: ooh, look at us. Look at us, Flake. And you know, for for those who who have made it this far, yeah, I, I understand it's probably not a lot this and has it, been one one hell of a ride it has
0: i know maybe this is the end of our careers who knows we've just like orchestrated <laughs> our own demise and you know what and we're doing it as friends and it didn't take some super soft four ply dude to create some kind of like a video edit on uh, on on youtube or whatever so it's it's awesome it's awesome we're getting there
1: it's awesome. It's awesome. You know, I'm going to, oh God, I'm going to throw some Canadian stuff in there. Oh man, I can just, I, you know, I record in like a couple hours, Hold so on. it's going to be nice and fresh.
0: I'm currently Googling the top 10 bad things about New Jersey. Oh my God. Oh my God. All the lists are different. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, hey, listen, yeah. Uh, we have we have stuff to work on, that's for sure. The taxes are a little high, you know, because everybody wants to live here. We got to tax a lot of people. Oh
0: man, this is why I wanted you on the show because I know that you're always in for my uh, hairbrain schemes.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we're having fun. I I we're, mean, and we're happy.
0: We we are working on it. Look, um, and <laughs> we'll we'll circle it back to what we're talking about, which is which is happiness and how about this do you do you want to do the do you have that list of of stuff and are you willing to dig into that
1: i'll i'll only mention a couple that's right? fine you don't have to say them all yeah, here's what yeah. we're
0: gonna do here's what we're gonna do um for our tier three patreon subscribers uh, the following content will be available i think on saturday i usually post that stuff on saturday so if you want to check it out on saturday uh tier three patreon go to patreon.com instant speed for this kind of exclusive content. Tommy is going to tell us five things that make him happy right now. And then dig into his uh, checking his list and checking it twice or writing. A, what does that song go? I don't want to think about Christmas right now. We'll just say that you have a list. No, that's also kind of bad.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we're not going to. I mean, five t- five things I'm happy about. And then we'll get into the scathing, you know, call outs to the community. Yeah, let's do that. Whatever. So,
0: so that will be for our Patreon tier three uh, people. The one thing about Tall Timmy, and I, I message him every couple weeks. I send him a text, and I don't ask any questions. I merely say, I just want to remind you that people love you, and we're, we all hope you're well. That's it. And he always responds back, I appreciate you. However, if I find out that somebody is fucking with him, I will go Oh, yeah. Apeshit. Come on now ape shit and I, I don't have any information or any knowledge about anything but dear god if it is somebody fucking with him i would probably know who it is and if i and if it is true ooh the gloves come off the gloves come off
1: yeah i mean it's it's you know the tall timmy thing i hope he's doing well and and you know i reached out to him too when he made the announcement and it, it was very sad and it felt like a hole in the community. This is obviously not anything that we were just talking about, but like, you know, how can you not love that guy? He was the best. I mean, he is the best. I'm not, he's not dead. Like, he is the best. His spoiler video, we watched, me and Gary, and like, we just watched it multiple times when it came out. The one from Dustal Dawn, where basically they had pictures of the characters on. On chairs and they had the, like grilling utensils and pretending to attack each other. It was comedy gold. He was the best. He, was he is the, the best. Sorry,
0: he is the best. And I think that yeah. So we're we're back to the the standard oh, episode. No, sorry. But like no, we're we're good. But like this is a good kind of bookend to this episode about you know happiness, mental health, and stuff like that. And I like to have you on for these episodes because it's a nice little checkup for me too. Because like I say this every single time that we have a discussion about mental health, you were my first you know flesh and blood related individual whoever showed me that kind of care and that kind of concern about my mental being my mental well-being and just how i was doing and that meant incredible amounts of of uh the sincerity i felt in that moment and the friendship that we just solidified at that point that's why i want to have you on um you know every now and then to just make sure that this is i feel selfish bringing you on in this capacity because i i talk to you because it makes me feel good and happy much like people would cons- you know, consume Tall Timmy content or talk to him and whatnot because he was such a happy individual and it's infectious. And we don't know what was going on in the background and we still don't know what's going on in the background. And maybe that is a lesson for people to realize that as jovial, as positive, as much of a, of a, a happy force that Tall Timmy was... Maybe there was some of something else going on in the background that he had to address. Maybe he was going through something. Maybe something tough was happening for him, and we don't know that because all we see is that you know nine foot three pillar of happiness bouncing down the street and saying, "Team, let's go." So, cautionary tale. You don't know what people are going through, and be kind to one another. It's important.
1: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's a great lesson to take home at the end of this because. You know, we we all have our trials and tribulations, right? And and so we don't uh, we don't like to put them out there all the time. So you know, keep that in mind when you're dealing with content creators or your opponents or whatever your your local people, your buds, and uh, yeah, yeah, check in and be good, be happy. If you're happy and you radiate it towards other people, hopefully some of that you know catches fire with them as well.
0: But in the same vein, do not be afraid to acknowledge yep. where you need help and to seek help where it is, uh, where it is necessary as I have done, uh, Tommy, you have done and many others do too. And I i am always here for people if they want to send me a message or just, just say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. And sometimes it's not even about seeking help. It's about just about seeking acknowledgement. Sometimes it's just about letting people know how you're not feeling yourself and sometimes that's good enough. That's a good enough first step is just sharing. It's uncomfortable to share, and it's sometimes even more uncomfortable to hear feedback. But take that first step. Sometimes it's just about telling somebody that I'm going through a bad time. I don't want help. I don't want anything. I just want to tell somebody. And that's that's the first little tiptoe towards improvement.
1: Yeah. And... um Levi wins nationals to bring it back to the flesh. But no kidding. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. And, uh, yeah, sometimes just saying it is, is all you need. And whether people listen or not, you said it and it's out there and somebody's going to care. And we all care about you message flake. If you want to talk to me and he'll give you my people. I'm kidding. I am also open for any, any, anybody who needs, sorry, I can't help it. Um, this is my defense mechanism, humor, and some people have that. So uh, I'm going through a lot right now, I'll tell you that. I'm willing to chat with anybody about anything that anybody else is going through. So um, be good, and thank you Flee, for having me.
0: That's my sincere pleasure. Uh, that is Thomas Von Freshness, a.k.a. Tommy Fresh, of the Fresh and Buds podcast. You can get that at at Fresh Buds on Twitter. Pod. Fresh Buds Ashford. Pod. You know what? You do it. Because I don't know why I decided that I should be the one plugging your shit. So.
1: <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter. On-
0: don't. We don't um, acknowledge that garbage here. No, no, uh, okay, no, no. Okay. No. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Find me on Twitter, at uh, Fresh Buds Pod. YouTube's Fresh and Buds on YouTube. All links are in the link tree. Buds Discord. Check out the Patreon. I do. I've, I've, I'm trying to ramp up these freshies again on the, on the Patreon, where I basically just... Dim the lights, put on soft jazz, and talk about nonsense. It is it is less uh, structured than what we just did on Patreon for for this wonderful show. And um, what else? I'm doing a Levi cosplay. I'm working on it. I got a bunch of materials on its way. And um, you know, our, our bud. Rachel Stoddard has been awesome in helping me and answering my questions. It's been amazing. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. And you can find, and let's all, all of our Spotify stuff, you rate our, our podcast on Spotify. It helps us. So this one, mine, um, and whatever, Flesh and Pod too. So, you know, give, give them a, give them a like. So, hell yeah. Uh, thank you.
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much, uh, to you, Tommy Fresh. And thank you very much to our sponsors at, kayfabecards.com go to kayfabecards.com be who you want to be at Kfabe Cards. That, that That's a nice big piece about being happy is being who you want to be. You can do so at Kfabe Cards as well as our Patreon sponsors. You guys rock sauce, so thank you very much as we continue to grow. Uh, more exclusive content, uh, you can get a cool Borvo Borvo skin for your uh, Bravo deck on Talishar if you're a uh, if you're a patreon supporter you can go to in, uh, sorry patreon.com slash instant speed for as little as two bucks a month you can help us out and check out berry isp fresh and bud stuff is there i have stuff there some cool merch there if you go to berry good embroidery uh some really cool merch that is decently priced that's a, a very important thing that, that we all wanted to make sure is that it's you're not paying like 35 or 40 dollars for a t-shirt uh, you can get some really cool gear for both of our shows there. And that's it, man. So until next time, don't forget you're not losing if you're learning. See you next time on ISP. Well, I work. Oh.